Hi everybody, and welcome back to Out on a Tangent with the Merrimack Public Library. We are back after summer reading, and I'm here with Kathy. Hello! And we are starting off with quite a bang, I should say. <laughs> Which, like, I guess we're a little bit late on this trend, but, like, the way that we record this podcast, it was a trend when we researched it and produced it. Yes. We are playing a game called There Are Ten, but... And I'm going to be describing various book characters to Cappy, and she has to guess which character I'm talking about based on the this description of their flaws and quirks. I'm ready. No, and I'm I not. Think? <laughs> I I I said right before we recorded that I I just hope I don't uh, get them wrong and bring shame upon my library family. I really think that you're gonna know most of these. Let's hope. Let's find out. (laughs) (laughs) And if you haven't seen this, it's a trend on, I want to say all social media, but I saw it on TikTok first. And it's just like people saying they're a 10 butt and then pointing out a flaw or something funny about them. And it's basically like, would you still date them if whatever, whatever. But that's not what this is. This is just us describing characters based on their flaws or weird things about them. So the first one is, he's a 10, but he has a tendency to judge too hastily and harshly, and his high birth and wealth make him overly proud and overly conscious of his social status. His haughtiness makes him initially bungle his courtship. Oh, poor Mr. Darcy. Yeah, see, I think you're going to get it. He is a 10. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to pick characters that I know Kathy has a crush on. (laughs) So some of these I think you have a crush on. Pride where there is true superiority of mind is always under good regulation, Sam. I haven't read that book, so I'm assuming that's a quote. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. See, off to a rip-roaring start, Gabby. The next one, she's a 10. But she possesses the power of having rather too much her own way and a disposition to think a little too well of herself. Well, it's the way you described it, it's got to be another Pride and Prejudice character. It is not a Pride and Prejudice character. It's not. Okay. But it's in like that same realm of like classic literature. Gets her own way, thinks too well of herself. And that's like a quote. Yes. Yeah, the you're quote, quoting the The power source of material. having rather too much her own way and a disposition to think a little too well of herself is a quote from the text. Yes, because I've read it. <laughs> Can I, I remember where I've book. read it? <laughs> I will give you a hint. I mixed up the fact that I thought you liked this book on another episode. And you didn't actually know the book. Because it has the same first half of the title. Is it Jane Eyre again? No, it's Jane Austen. (laughs) It's a character from Jane Austen. Because I thought you liked Jane Eyre, but you like Jane Austen. Okay. And it's not Pride and Prejudice? No. Is it Emma? Yes. Okay. It's Emma Woodhouse. Okay. Interesting. 
And I will say the rest of these, with the exception of the last few, are all like YA characters. Or like YA slash JFIC characters. Okay. So his next one is, he's a 10, but he may or may not have attempted manslaughter charges on a precious person. That was a weird way to say that. He may or may not have attempted manslaughter charges on a very precious person. That doesn't narrow it down I for know. my characters. <laughs> um, because it could be any number of the wolf pack from Twilight. Okay. It could. <laughs> um, I was going to say, it's from one of your fandoms, but that also doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, it could be. It could be Voldemort. <laughs> it is Voldemort. Is it? <laughs> yeah. That's Tom Riddle slash Voldemort. Hilarious. Thank you. I made that one up myself. <laughs> this next one is, he's a 10, but he's obnoxious, slightly childish, and has a hot-headed temper, aggressively sensitive to smell. Okay. I had an idea <laughs> until that last piece. Because I was going to say Ron Weasley sitting nope. on the Harry Potter theme. <laughs> This is another one that's in your fandom as well. In one of your fandoms. Okay. So now I'm thinking, with the temper and the sensitive to smell, I'm thinking it's a wolf pack member. It is. What was the rest of it besides the temper and the sense of smell? Obnoxious and slightly childish. Quill Atera the fourth. Nope. No. Okay. <laughs> is he the fifth? <laughs> Is Young Quill the fourth or the fifth? He's the fifth, isn't he? Um, correct me in our Discord. I don't the... know. <laughs> um, is it Jacob? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I would gently disagree. That's what Spark Notes told me. I don't know anything about the Twilight Saga, so I took it from Spark Notes. His sister's left him and his dad and so at the age of like 14 he's got sole like guardianship of his dad so I yeah, think no, that makes sense. I think he's <laughs> usually characterized as having to grow up too quickly okay Interesting. spark notes what are you doing I don't know is spark notes like wikipedia where like anybody can edit I don't it I don't know let us know in the comments, guys, if you know the answer to that, because I really don't know. I will say, though, I took a Shakespeare class at the university I attended, and my professor used Sparknotes as class material. Because on Sparknotes, if you didn't know, and you're reading Shakespeare or any other, like, tragedy, like, classic, not classic, like, ancient theater or whatever, there's... Translations to modern English on Sparknotes, which mm. saved me many a time because sometimes Shakespearean language makes no sense. And I had to read three plays a week. So, and they're all basically the same, just with different flavors. So, you really have to pay attention. Anyway, this next one, he's a 10, 
But he easily dazzles females with his beauty, scent, and body and persuades them to do his bidding. Edward Cullen is not a 10, Sam. I know, but that, well, Bella thinks he's a 10. She's wrong. Well, there you go. I mean, is Voldemort a 10? <laughs> he's more of a 10 than Edward. Voldemort okay. doesn't have a nose. For real, I would rate Voldemort in his, like, redeemable qualities, like, a higher four, than. And I would rate Edward's redeemable qualities at, like, a one. Oh, my God. <laughs> Angela, if you're listening to this. I'm sorry, Angela. <laughs> would you rather date Voldemort than Edward Cullen? I think he's more redeemable, yes. All right. <laughs> okay, next one. He's a 10, but he doesn't talk about his feelings or much of anything, really. The vibes are way off. Somehow he reminds you of a snake. And this is not Voldemort again? No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's in the right realm. <laughs> or universe, I should say. Okay. So... It's someone from the Wizarding World. Yeah. Based on the sneak reference, I assume it's a Slytherin. Although it could also be Peter Pettigrew. Um, they are a Slytherin. Is this supposed to be Severus Snape? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Meh. I only said that because he speaks parcel tongue. No, he doesn't. He doesn't? I thought him and Harry spoke... Parcel tongue. No, Voldemort and Harry speak parcel tongue. Isn't there a scene with like Snape and Harry and a snake at one point? Yeah, but that never happens in the books. Oh. <laughs> See, you know, I so like it, not... it doesn't happen in the books the way it happens in the movie. So I can see okay. where you're confused, but no, Snape does not speak parcel tongue. Okay. Because um, there's like a really intense scene in one of the movies with Harry and Yeah, Snape. where he like conjures a Snape out of a snake out of nothing. <laughs> And then Harry speaks to it, and everyone is horrified and confused. It's all... Well, that was movie Severus Snape, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Snape can do a great many interesting things, but not speak to snakes. Yeah, I totally thought he could, so... He's personified as awkward. I don't, well, and here's where my brain, um, because I'm so in the fandom yeah. of things that I don't think of him as particularly untalkative. Yeah. Because the fandom is so obsessed with Alan Rickman's voice yeah. that he's. I mean, you know, I feel like you want to give him good dialogue so you can imagine Alan Rickman talking <laughs> a lot. I feel like he's pretty much a loner in the movies. I don't know. Yeah, he books. is. He is a loner. Okay. He is a loner. See, this is again canon versus fanon. Yeah. Is, uh, <laughs> tripping okay. me up a little bit. Well, next one. She's a 10, but she's obsessed with her boyfriend. She would die for him. Maybe she will die for him. Is this Bella? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, poor sweet idiot Bella. I was also going to say, maybe he loves a cactus a little too much. <laughs> that is my favorite part of Twilight. The first, like, 20 minutes, Bella is clutching onto a cactus for dear life, and it is amazing. I really don't know what persuaded the director to do that, because it's not in the book, I don't think. I haven't read the book. I mean, book. she brings a cactus with her from Arizona. 
Yeah, like she cuts off like and a piece she puts of her it in her cactus. room. Yeah, no, like in the movie, she's like clutching it for dear life for the first like fifteen ish minutes, as her dad's like showing her around forks in the house. Yeah, I don't, I don't really remember. I don't remember it being that long, but also that movie always feels really long to me. Yeah. So. I tried watching it and I got about halfway through and then the streaming service I was using crashed. (laughs) So unfortunately I didn't get to finish it. This next one is she's a 10, but she has a litter box in her bathroom and she doesn't own cats. Um, <laughs> I will tell you, I made this one up. If that helps, I don't know if it will. Ooh, did I stump you? Possibly. <laughs> it does not sound familiar at all. I have no ideas. Uh, it's McGonagall. She has a litter box in her bathroom, but she doesn't own cats because she is a cat. There's no evidence to suggest that she has a litter box in her bathroom. Well, exactly. I made it up. <laughs> but it has to be based in fact. <laughs> well, she is a cat. If That's she, fact. If she, yes, yeah, she's an animagus cat. If she needed to go to the bathroom, why wouldn't she just turn back into a human? I don't know. I thought that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I stumped her because oh, it makes no sense. Now I'm just picturing McGonagall like, I'm too lazy to turn back into a human. Right? Where's my litter box? Convenient. Let me pee on Dumbledore's shoes. <laughs> like, how cat-like does she become in her cat form? I mean, in the book, she's very cat-like. She's just chasing around Mrs. Norris. Yeah. Oh, that would be a great thing. They should do that. I'm sure there's a fanfic of that somewhere. <laughs> Undoubtedly. Cat McGonagall faces off against Mrs. Norris. Yeah, there's lots of, like, headcanons of her, like, sneaking into Umbridge's office and, like, kneading her claws into all of Umbridge's notes to the Minister of Magic and stuff and tearing them up. See? See? You know, I am sure there is a fanfic out there where McGonagall has a litter box. There has to be. Yeah, I'm sure there is. Okay, what's the next one? Next one is she's a 10, but she's always off practicing for something. All she can think about is her sister and how badly she wants to be chosen instead of her. She really likes bread, too, for whatever reason. Oh, this is, what's her name? Katniss? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Hunger Games. I was going to say, if you didn't get it, it's another thing that Angela loves. Shout out, Angela. (laughs) This next one is, he's a 10, but he gets really weird around water. He always wants to go near it, but every time he does, he acts really strange. Uncopyrighted Jeopardy mashup song. (laughs) How do you think about it? Is this some sort of like... Mermish. Kind of, but not really. Okay. You're on the right track with ocean, but not in the way that you maybe think. 
What's the husband's name from Rebecca by Daphne du Maurier? I don't know what that is. <laughs> okay. If you get it, you get it. Um, it's like a huge YA slash JFIC fandom. That we did an episode about previously. Oh, did we? Yeah. <laughs> you expect me to remember our previous episodes? Um, I believe it was fandoms. our third episode. <laughs> what fandoms did we dive into about water? It's not about water. Just this character specifically has to do with water and the ocean. Oh, is it Percy Jackson? Yeah. Okay. He like he gets really like anxious around water once he figures out that like he can heal himself with it and like all that. Okay. Jazz. And huh. if you've seen the movie, you know <laughs> it's such a bad movie. Yeah, I've never consumed any of that canon material. You never read any of the books? No. Nope. Okay, that would make sense why you nope. didn't understand that. Never read the books, never seen the movie. Okay. No real plans to watch the TV show. Okay. This one is, she's a 10, but she acts like a know-it-all, and she actually is. She's always talking about how fabulous her mom is, and it's just too much. This is also from Percy Jackson. I'll give you that. I don't know if you know the names of any of the characters. Until the last <laughs> bit, I was like, oh, it's Hermione. Yeah. Um, I am scraping the bottom of the barrel of my Percy Jackson knowledge. Annabeth? Yep. Annabeth Chase. Great, because that's the only girl's name I know from that fan. I think she's the daughter of Athena. Probably. It's not Aphrodite. Would make sense if it's knowledge-based that it's Athena. Yeah. Okay. Next one. (laughs) He's a 10, but he's got a thing about small spaces. Everybody treats him like royalty, even though he's always breaking the law. Flynn Rider from Tangled. <laughs> no. <laughs> that would be hilarious, though. Another uh, character Kathy has a crush on. Well, he gets put in a cupboard at one point, and he breaks the law a lot. It when fits. does Flynn Rider get put in a cupboard? Rapunzel knocks him unconscious and shoves him in, like, their armoire. <laughs> I don't remember that. I'm going to have to watch that movie again. <laughs> I saw that movie in theaters when it came out with our head of circulation. We were childhood friends, (laughs) and we went to go see that movie together. I was in college when that movie came out. I was 11. (laughs) I think. It was 2010, right? I was 11 or 12. It must have been... I was in middle school. (laughs) Yeah, it would have been maybe 2010, because I was a freshman in college, so it was like the 2010-2011 school year. That makes sense. Okay, can I have? Can you read it one more time? He's a ten, but he's got a thing about small spaces. Everybody treats him like royalty, even though he's always breaking the law. You are way off with Flynn, right? No, I. <laughs> well, because some of it fits Draco Malfoy. Okay, you're on the right track with Draco. Draco Malfoy. It's someone from the Wizarding World. 
Oh, ew. Harry Potter's not a 10. <laughs> None of these people are actually a 10. Like, that's the whole thing. That's the point. Harry Potter is like almost, he's like the second to last person I would date in that entire universe. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, none of these people are okay. Canon when I ten. when I think about the clue, knowing it's Harry Potter, it fits. Yeah. But the cupboard under the stairs is such a small plot point in the scheme of the. Well, yeah. <laughs> that I was like, small spaces. Like, who gets locked up a lot? Who like? <laughs> I mean, technically, Harry did get locked up a lot as a kid. It's Barty Crouch Jr. What is that? <laughs> He trapped a man in a trunk for a year. Is that like a true crime thing? No, it's a Harry Potter character. Oh. <laughs> Clearly haven't read enough of Harry Potter. He's played by De- David Tennant in the movie. Really? Yeah. Dang. Shout out to Doctor Who fans. Tenth Doctor or Ninth Doctor. Ten. Tenth Doctor. <laughs> just went with my gut. Okay. The next one is... He's a 10, but he's obsessed with one thing and he can't let it go. It's his most precious possession. He will choose it over you every time. Is this like Schmeagol? Yeah. <laughs> Gollum, but yeah, like same character. That's why I'm saying like they're not a 10. Like that's the joke. <laughs> Unless, I don't know. Somebody might out there probably thinks Gollum is a 10 and you do you. I found him very relatable, like very redeemable when I read the books. Okay. Have you seen the movies? No. Okay. I'll show you a picture. <laughs> no, I know what he looks like. I'm not I just think he's he's an interesting character and there's more to develop there. Okay. That's fair. So Would you date Gollum over Edward Cullen? I would date literally anybody <laughs> over Edward Cullen. <laughs> what about Gollum or Voldemort? Voldemort. Okay. Because he's at least human-sized. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, He's a 10, but he really loves his pets. Like, really loves them. It kind of gets weird sometimes. He only wants to travel by motorcycle. Oh, is this Hagrid? Yeah. I was going to say um, Newt Scamander until the motorcycle piece. Michelle has a crush on Hagrid. Okay. Shout out Michelle. <laughs> Hagrid or Robbie Coltrane? Hagrid. Okay. Because we took a test. Like, Kathy had found, like, a fortune teller, I guess. Yes. Is what it's called. Yeah, it's a cootie catcher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it, like, determines whether or not you're, like, Hog- what your Hogwarts house is, or if you're a muggle, or if you're a, what's the name? Squib. Squib. And Michelle is a squib. Yes. And she was very excited because she loves Hagrid. <laughs> Just like in the middle of the woods with a bunch of tiny magical creatures. Yeah, that feels right for her. The, I feel like that's her dream. <laughs> okay. These last few are from the same universe, and it's one that you love but probably haven't thought about in a while. Okay. <laughs> this first one is he's a 10. But he basically needs you to do everything for him. He can barely think, talk, and move on his own. You hold the key to his very existence. Ugh, that's TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle also told me that like everybody that's like in the Oz fandom loves TikTok. Yes, he's so lovable. 
I mean, the movie version of him is the most lovable part about that movie. He's so, so sweet. <laughs> this was Michelle's idea for me to give you Oz. Oz okay. Characters. Okay. So this. Oh, jeez. ASMR guys. <laughs> It's knocked over all of our take and make stuff. <laughs> uh, this next one is she's a 10, but she's got a god complex. Rightfully so. She pretty much created the world that she lives in. She loves rainbows, probably a little too much, and has a keen eye for detail. This might be a mix of Fanon and Canon. <laughs> I'm trying to decide if it's Ozma or Glenda. It's neither. Okay. I'm pulling some of this from Dorothy Must Die, and I don't know how much of that is canon. Okay. Is it Dorothy? No. Okay. You were closer with Ozma. Pip. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um... (laughs) It's like literally someone related to Ozma. Okay, well, I don't know Ozma's family tree. <laughs> 28 years after I read the books. <laughs> I feel like you probably know this character. There's like a pool involved. Rainbow Falls. Nope. Lurleen. Who? Lurleen. Who? She created Oz. Who? <laughs> Lurleen created Oz, as far as I know. Or, you know, Dorothy Must Die lied to me, but I looked it up, and I think in the fandom wiki, it also says that she created Oz. She's like Ozma's mom, I think, or grandma. And she's got, like, a magical pool that's hidden in the Emerald City. (laughs) That's from Dorothy Must Die. I don't know if that's accurate, but. And for those of you that don't know what we're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, she's the fairy queen. And I believe Ozma's mom. That would make sense if Ozma's a princess. She first appeared in the Tin Woodman of Oz in 1918. Okay, good. She's not just from Dorothy Must Die. No, she was created by L. Frank Bomb. She's a fairy. She's the queen of the fairies. She is Ozma's mom. According to Dorothy Must but Die, she created Oz. That's not. She's credited with enchanting the land of Oz centuries ago so that it became a fairy country. So yeah, I guess. But you're you're well outside of the scope of my current day Oz knowledge <laughs> because I have not read this series since I was four years old. Okay. So that's 26 years. Well, <laughs> come on, Kathy. Uh, okay, next one. She's a 10, but she gets freaked out by the wind. The tiniest bit of wind sends her into a panic and she's always spurting out weird words like Gillikin. Is this one of the Wicked Witches? No. Because of their wind trauma? (laughs) Uh. Well, it's true. I mean, yeah. No, you're not (laughs) wrong. Is it any of the witches? Um, Oh, it's it's not not Mombi. No. 
technically this person isn't Ozian. Technically. But also. <laughs> I am so proud of myself. I've subbed you several times in this episode. <laughs> Sometimes because I just don't know the correct fandom And sometimes because you picked characters that I have no way of remembering. <laughs> okay, you 10,000% know this character. Okay, sure. Not technically Ozian. Okay, it's either like Dorothy or Auntie M. It's Dorothy. Really? I don't yeah. remember her having weird catchphrases. Well, Gillick, like when she went back to Kansas, she like... I mean, is it canon that she went to the mental hospital? Because in the movie, she did. No. Okay. Well, like, is it canon that, like... Because I know in one of the books, Uncle Henry and Auntie M, like, go back to Oz with her. And they, like, think that she doesn't know. Like, she's, like, crazy. And she says stuff like... Because Gillikin is one of the, like, villages or whatever. It's, like, the North Country. No, the West... I think Gillikin is the one that the Wicked Witch of the West was, like, queen of or whatever. Okay. If you guys know, let us know. We have dived so deep into the Oz lore <laughs> that no one is listening anymore but us. <laughs> Michelle is <laughs> our number one fan. And I bet Haley is, too. Oh. Once you make it to this episode, Haley. Y'all are troopers. This is... <laughs> okay, this is the last one. She's a 10, but she's got a very strange skin condition, and it causes her to go a little mad sometimes. The mention of water gives her shivers down her spine. Sure. It's the Wicked Witch of the... Do you want the movie version or the book version? East or West? Is it East in the books? Yes. It is? They reversed them for no good reason. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> is her name Elphaba? Like canon? Or is that like a... Retroactively adopted? Okay. Perhaps? In the book Wicked, though, is her name Elphaba? I is would assume yes. Okay. Because that's where the musical came from. Yeah. So. Yeah, but she's not... As much of a character... In the original canon. Sure, yeah. So. Yeah. Why name a villain if you're only going to kill him? That's true. <laughs> I mean, as far as, like, honestly, I don't know. I mean, she's dead and Dorothy must die, clearly, because Dorothy killed her. But, like, I don't know. The witches in the in that series are Gert, Mombi, and Glamora. And I don't know if, the, if they're actually in the books or not. Those names are strange enough that I would buy it. <laughs> Glamora is Glinda's twin sister. Okay. And sure. Mombi, I mean, Mombi's in the really scary Return to Oz movie, and yes. I don't know about Gert, so <laughs> I think Gert is the good witch of the North. But I don't know, because <laughs> there's only four points on a compass, and <laughs> there are... Technically five witches if you count the one that Dorothy killed. So I don't know. <laughs> I guess Mombi wasn't a wicked witch, though. She was just like a... She's a sorceress, not a witch. Yeah. No, the wicked witch 
the Wicked Witches are not given names okay. in the original novel. So that was made up by the author. Elphaba was named after L. Frank Baum's initials. Oh. Elphaba. That makes sense. I don't know why I never put that together. <laughs> Look at all the things we're learning in this episode. <laughs> Kathy would rather date Voldemort than Edward Cullen. <laughs> I've read a number of fan fictions where Voldemort is not evil. Okay. And Dumbledore has manipulated public opinion because Ooh. Dumbledore is like the evil overlord. All right. That's interesting. Which is why I say Voldemort is more redeemable. Canonically, no. There's like pretty <laughs> much nothing good about him because he's a little like psychopath. But... But... Fandom is able to do really interesting things and make yeah. me think. Yeah, I mean that's the and uh, essentially that's the point. Sometimes no, but and I'm open to other point. interpretations of Voldemort. I'm not open to other interpretations of Edward Cullen. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who really like Edward Cullen, if there are any out there, Angela, <laughs> <laughs> I am sorry. It's. My personal opinion. <laughs> I mean, and I understand why people. That's a lie. I was going to say, I understand, understand what people like about him, but I really don't. But that's my own personal issue. How many of these characters would you date? Would you date Mr. Darcy? Yeah, 100%. Would you? I mean, you said you would date Tom Riddle, so. Yeah, depending <laughs> on the iteration of him. Clearly, you wouldn't date Edward. <laughs> Absolutely not. Would you date Severus Snape? Depending on the iteration of him, okay. yes. Would you date... If We're assuming these people are all over 18, because some of these characters canonically are not over 18. <laughs> Only Percy Jackson. I think he's like 14. <laughs> Would you date adult Percy Jackson? No, I don't know, know who him. he is. And you also Barely. hate the beach, so like, yeah, that's that, too much ocean. I love boats. Okay, well. We could live on a houseboat and I'd be totally happy. I'm right. there for boats, but I hate the beach. Would you date Harry Potter? If you had to choose between Harry Potter and Edward Cullen, which one would you Oh, pick? no. Oh, that's mean. <laughs> is it? Yeah, because I really don't like Harry Potter very much either. Oh my god, that's a hot take, everybody. It's really not. I know. <laughs> I've never heard anyone in the Harry Potter fandom say that he's their favorite character. Because <laughs> he's just not... Um, he's not written with immense personality. Even yeah, Harry's I not my I dad's did. favorite either. and My dad is barely in the okay. fandom. <laughs> Yeah, Harry in the books actually has some pretty good sassy moments. Yeah. So he's not as bland as they made him in the movies. All right. And I would rather a wizard than a vampire. Yeah. Because I think magic is more interesting than immortality. Harry is kind of like a wet saltine cracker. Not in the books, though. And that's <laughs> what I have to keep reminding myself is that, like, I don't tend to read a lot of fan fiction where he's a character at all. Yeah. 
because he doesn't really interest me. But in the books, he does have some wonderful sassy moments. What about like Harry and shipped with a giant squid? No. <laughs> I mean, it. Ex- I'm sure it exists. The I'm internet. Sh- is- everything exists. That doesn't mean <laughs> it should. Would you date Gollum? No. What about Gollum or Edward? <laughs> <laughs> um, Edward, I get, I would date Edward and then kill him. Okay. You said before you would date anyone <laughs> but Edward. Is Gollum your one Do exception? I get to live in a cave? Yeah. I like caves. And you get the ring. I don't want the ring. Okay. <laughs> and I don't like fish. Yeah. But I like caves a lot. Also, like, you want space from your partner. Yeah. Like, Gollum's by... certainly going to give you that. because That's true. He's <laughs> Gollum a lot... does not care about anything but that ring. He's a lot less needy than Edward Cullen, <laughs> so you're right. He still wins. Okay, what about Hagrid? Would you date Hagrid? He's taller than you. Yep. <laughs> Not that that matters. Yeah, I... You saving him for Michelle? Yeah. Okay, Yeah, Michelle, we'll go with that. <laughs> I, uh... He's... Uh, I was gonna say, he's higher on my list of Harry Potter characters to date than Harry, but I'm not <laughs> sure that's necessarily true. Really? I love Hagrid. He's, like, one of my favorites. I... I love movie Hagrid. I don't know about book Hagrid. Movie and book Hagrid are pretty similar. They're pretty much the same. But he has a lot of family drama that I don't, I'm not really interested. I mean, yeah. But he also has dragons. Dragons are illegal. And I'm a rule (laughs) follower. Also, I I don't want to be anywhere near a blast-ended Scroot. So that's like a big no-no. Well, well, yeah. Running, screaming in the other direction. Monster Book of Monsters, no, no. He plays with he plays with too much danger. That's fair. What about? I mean, you would definitely date TikTok. We already TikTok would be my loyal companion. What about? Would you date any of the three, like Scarecrow, Tin Man, Lion? All any of them? You yeah. would? Yeah, one hundred percent. All right. Because they all a. I was going to say, they all used to be human, but book no. Book version like two of, them of them or movie version of them? Um, I think the original movie version of them is less scary, but their personalities are not super, super different. Like, yeah. they're all very loyal. Mm-hmm. Um, But the Scarecrow has a bunch of long pins sticking out of his head. Yeah. Which is a little... Off-putting. Un- yeah, it's yeah. a little <laughs> off-putting. Um, my favorite was always Scarecrow and then the Tin Man. Okay. But, I don't know if the Tin Man would be good for you, though, because you're always cold. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> really, practically speaking, the Cowardly Lion's a better choice because my cats, I do rely on my cats IRL to keep me warm on the couch. So. And that's a giant cat, so. Yeah, so he'd be warm. <laughs> <laughs> this is very silly. <laughs> What about, yeah. would, would you date Pip? I mean, technically, he's just... He's a child. Well, he's <laughs> also like a thousand years old, so... 
Yeah, but, but no. He presents as a child. When he's yeah, like a no. Thousand years old. Yeah, no. Uh, no. What about the wizard? In which iteration? Um, I mean, would you date the James Franco wizard? No. I thought you liked James Franco. I like Dave Franco. Is Dave the one that played him? No, okay. James Franco is the one that played the okay, wizard. Okay, I thought I just like Dave went. Franco is the one who was in the movie Nerve, and he's also the one that's in the Now You See Me movies. Okay. And he loves cats. I knew you liked one of those Franco boys. Yeah. What if you had to choose one of the Avengers to date? And the rest of them were like gone forever out of your life. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so by Avengers, do you mean the original six? No, or like the whole. Like, like the whole MCU. I have to pick one character to save and the rest of them don't exist anymore. I mean, no, they don't. They still exist. They just like aren't your friend anymore. But why? What did I do wrong? Why don't, why I don't know. This is an ultimative question. <laughs> um, Would it be easier for you to pick one of your cats? <laughs> um, <laughs> would it kidding. be easier to pick a favorite cat? Yes. <laughs> um, um, although I do have almost as many cats as there are Avengers, so... No, not the whole MCU. Like, maybe the original The original six, six and I have five cats. Okay. So. <laughs> I was like, yeah, they does not have, like, 25 cats. Yet. Um, I mean... I feel like you would be torn between Hawkeye, Iron Man, and maybe Spider-Man, depending on how old Spider-Man is at the time. Um... I'm really caught between Tony Stark and Bucky Barnes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is why I was like, okay, we have to clarify because he's Avenger-esque, but he's yeah. never officially become an Avenger in the MCU or in the sh kind of in the shows. It's all very complicated. You can have both of them. <laughs> it's very difficult. You can share Tony with Pepper and then you can have Bucky to yourself. <laughs> that's true because in canon tony has someone to take care of him yeah and Jeeves. bucky doesn't <laughs> bucky doesn't have anyone to take care of him because steve went back in time on an out of character lark and mm. ruined his whole plot development so Bucky's alone, except for Sam. But Sam has his own family. Yeah. And his own issues. So there you go. Okay. You're with Bucky. <laughs> That's I would a, say, a, feel free to do this with any of the characters that I like, but there's like not that many <laughs> that I don't think any of our audience would even remember or know. So, <laughs> and some of them are children's characters, so we won't go there. Yeah. Hmm. Difficult. <laughs> no, I'm, yeah, I'm sticking with Bucky. Okay. <laughs> no, I meant it's difficult, like, if you were to... To think of characters for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a lot of, like, children's shows, and it's... Or, like, you, you don't know, wanna... Cartoons, like adult yeah. cartoons. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of animation. Yeah. So. 
or like celebrities that may or may not be dead, you know. <laughs> like, uh-huh. Oh, what about Richard Dawson or Charles Nelson Riley? Richard Dawson, obviously. Really? A better question would be Richard Dawson versus Gene Wilder. Oh, I was like, Gene Rayburn? <laughs> no, Gene Wilder. I would pick Gene Wilder any day of the week over Richard Dawson. Are you kidding me? Okay, Have you seen but- him on Family Feud? He kisses all of the ladies. Okay, but in Hogan's Heroes... Okay. It's like prime Richard Dawson. Okay, like if sure the can the character he plays in Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> He's a ten, but he kisses every contestant on his game show. Ew. <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> just the ladies, <laughs> just the people who present that's, female at the time. That's how he met his wife. Is it? Yeah. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys don't know what we're talking about, Steve Harvey. I'm so has not sorry, but you all stopped listening when yeah. we were talking about Oz for too long. <laughs> So anyway, this was a really interesting episode. <laughs> it's almost as silly as the fan fiction one that oh, we did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good to have a silly one after all of the heavy research of the summer. I mean, the sea creature one was kind of silly. But it was kind of terrifying. Still thinking about the cookie cutter shark. <laughs> Anyway, if you guys have ideas for episodes, let us know. Because you're going to get more of this, and I don't yeah. know if this is what you want. If there are other trends that have already passed by that you want us to jump on too late. If you want us to do a corn episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, do we have any announcements, Kathy, for teen stuff? Um, Welcome back to school. Yeah. Because really, that's what's happening right now. It's all back to school. We have a new tween book club starting. Mm-hmm. It's the first Thursday of every month for ages 9 to 13. So, so if you hopefully, have siblings or you are 9 to 13. Yeah. Hopefully, if you are 9 to 13, you're listening to this carefully with a trusted adult. Yep. Um, and not on your own. If you are a teen teen from 13 to 18 we have trash to treasure starting up Mm -hmm. which is like a recycled crafts and art program which should be a ton of fun and the first one is making planters out of baby doll heads yes so that's not until october but that's something to look forward to we have a fandemonium program which is monthly on the fourth thursday and that's just like a more of a chill, like we're hanging out in teen talking about all of our fandom. So basically you could, just this IRL. Yeah, we could just <laughs> do this across a table instead of over a microphone. That would be fun if we had your fandomonium teens on the podcast. That would be. Let us know, fandomonium teens, if you want to do that. We have coming up in the middle of October another murder mystery program. Coming up. We have a murder mystery party after hours on a Saturday, the Saturday of Columbus Day weekend. And also, have we drawn the winner for the summer reading prize yet? We have not, but okay. it is coming soon. So you have until Labor Day weekend, so that's like one more week to pick up your prizes and tell us if you completed your teen bingo card. Mm-hmm. And then on that Tuesday, I think it's September 7th. Nope. 6th? 6th, yeah. 6th. Right, because the 7th is, you're off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a Wednesday. So on Tuesday, September 6th, I'll pull the winner. So if you completed a bingo card and you have not already told us, you can come into the library or you can email me at kathy at 
merrimacklibrary.org. Merrimack has a C and a K at the end, and my name is C-A-T-H-Y. So There you go, everyone. So Lots be on of the lookout for that. Yeah. And we'll remind you as things get closer, all of the programs we have going on. So, yeah, I think that's going to do it for this time. And we'll see y'all next time with something. <laughs> we sure will. Okay, bye. bye.